What's on the Menu with Adrian Abraham on Money FM 89.3. It's Money FM 89.3, and my next guest is Joshua Pillay. He's the co owner of 1980. Now, this is an arcade bar, which a lot of you might remember from pre COVID. Rebooted as a snack bar in the wake of the new normal, the 80s time capsule along central Tanjong Pagar now welcomes guests to unwind over an updated cocktail menu and daily happy hours while immersed in a neon lit ambience. Of iconic references. Joshua, great to have you on. How are yeah. you? Yeah, hello. Hi, how are you, man? I'm good, man. Thanks for inviting me. Yeah, and of course, a lot has changed since the pandemic. I remember going to 1980 pre COVID and this little bar arcade concept. And it was incredible because it was cozy. You have the games, you have the music. And just as you were about to, you know, expand your business, the pandemic hit. So, you know, what did you do next? So when the pandemic hit us, we, we had to go for closure and straight away we regrouped and we decided to proceed towards a digital approach to a few things. Firstly, we wanted to still keep our 1980 brand alive with our customers and we went on to engage them through our through DJ streams and we also invented our cocktail online programs to make sure that we could bring the 1980 experience still to our customers at home. So that's what we tried to do. During the when we were down with the closure, and while you saw you know other F and B outlets open up during you know phase two and three, you guys had to wait and you know bide your time. So what were you doing during this time to you know prepare yourselves for a reopening? So a few things happened during the closure. One was one of our other concepts that was going through renovation had to stop suddenly. And on top of that, we continuously engaged with the government agencies to see how we could reopen, right? And during this time, we knew that the clubbing nightlife was not going to come back for a while. So we decided to pivot and change our concept a bit differently, our module. So we started trying out different programs, meaning we went, like I said earlier, we went into an online cocktail program and we knew we had to go towards that direction. So we started offering online delivery cocktails and we it was a bit of a research and development for us during that time. Yeah, and the concept is completely different now. Of course, everything has to shut by 10.30 p.m. And you know, the nightlife industry has... Uh, dramatically changed from what we were used to pre-pandemic. So tell me, what can we expect from the food menu at 1980? So what happened was we had to prefer to work with a good food group or and we were looking around, so we teamed up with these guys called Chicks. Their food is available actually in Jalan Pisang, and I've been a big fan of the chicken sandwich burgers. So what we did was I thought, like, let me bring this in because it really represented food that we grew up with. And they came in and we collaborated with them in doing our food. So what we offer in 1980 currently in the food sense is that we offer our chicken sandwich burgers, tater tots, but it's done in a, in a in their style, which is called dirty taters, right? And we have this cheese sandwich that everybody grew up with, which was called the melt. And we what, we, what they did was just a cheese sandwich that just fried and dusted in different spice levels and just filled with a lot of cheese. Sinful cheese, if I may <laughs> And it all sounds incredibly tasty. And, you know, I just can't wait to try out some of the food because I'm used to the concept, as I mentioned earlier, of the, club. <laughs> yeah, of the club. And it was so nice and it was so cozy. We're in conversation with Joshua Pillay. He's the co-owner of 1980. Used to be a club, but now 
they've gone in a different direction. Joshua, tell me about the drinks, because I'm sure that's what a lot of people want to know about. Let's start with maybe some of the cocktails. Okay, I mean, it's a big list, but one of the few ideas we reinvented ourselves, we wanted to make our cocktails fun, a bit of a throwback, and very easy drinking. One of my favorite, just for example, one of my favorite cocktails in this uh, menu is called the Purple Rain. And because I'm a Prince fan, this was a bit of a, it was named after him and we felt like this would be a good homage to him. So the Purple Rain drink actually consists of a vodka base and one of the main ingredients he did to make it fun was Yakut. Right, and it just changes the color of the drink to purple, hence purple rain. So that's that's where you can see where we want to make it fun and easy for people to drink. Another drink of ours, another cocktail, was called a Coco Cabana, named after Coco Cabana, and this is a rum which is inspired by one of my local favorite desserts, Chindol. So you can imagine rum filled with gula melaka, and it was one of our inspiration to do this drink. Very innovative ideas that you've come up with given the pandemic and so on. You also run a happy hour selection of drinks. Well, what can we expect from the drinks during the happy hour? So during happy hour, it's usually we're doing it from Tuesday to Friday, and it's from 5 p.m. to 7.30 p.m. All our drinks are $12 net house pours. And for Sunday, because we wanted to open on Sunday as well, we open from 3.30, 10.30 p.m. And it's all day happy hour price at $12 net for house sports. And, you know, since reopening 1980, what's business been like? What's been the feedback like from customers? Everybody misses dancing, that's for sure. Everybody wants to dance. Everybody's always uh, coming in. And, and the vibe is, uh, 1980 is very fun. If, if you have gone, have you been to the new expansion of 1980? No, not yet. I think that you guys were expanding into Kilo, right? Kilo Lounge. Yeah, and then, Kilo Lounge. Yeah, but then yeah. since then, the pandemic hit. And I think, you know, a lot of my friends and we were all kind of, you know, left thinking of I what mean. could have been. What could have been. Because we always said it needs a bigger space. Yeah, yeah. We So we, we answered that request and we, we actually expanded it and we were very excited but like I said we had to change it up so right now what we did was when we expanded it we made it more Miami Vice living room larger sitting area and we had our arcade machines uh, we increased our arcade machines and all because we found that was quite engaging for our audience right so when people come in they see this big space but like I said they miss that dancing they miss that putting their hands up and singing to their favorite 80s tune and all that. So that's the biggest feedback we always get. In terms of business, Fridays and Saturdays, generally we're quite filled. We are booked out. The capacity has dropped due to the restrictions, and we try to abide to the rules. Um, as uh, We want to ensure we also follow the guidelines properly. So the weekdays are a bit slower than usual. That's a bit of a tricky part for us. But hopefully with this happy hour program and our cocktail menu, we hope to gather a bit more of the early hour crowd in. And I understand that you've also launched another bar called Rails. Tell me yeah. more about this. So Rails was one of the few things that our me and my partners like to do is uh, we like to pay homage to a lot of our growing up years. And Rails is actually a tribute to Tanjung Paga train station. Uh, and, you know, you used to take a train to Malaysia. There was this very cool railroad train station there. And we wanted to pay homage to it. So what we did was we took elements of a train and we made it steampunk and we created this bar, like a very underground train station bar. So when you go there, it's a very inventive space, space as I would say, yeah. 
And how different is this concept compared to 1980 when it comes to the drink selection? The drink selection? Oh, okay. So in terms of the drinks, uh, I think for 1980, like I said, it's a bit more fun and team. Whereas for reels, it's a bit more inventive. We explore a bit more with uh, recipes and all that. Oh, interesting. And are you guys doing food there as well? Yeah. So like I said, we teamed up with Chicks. And Chicks is actually in the back door of our space. So when you go into rails, we imagine it to be an underground train station and when you go to a back door, there's all this food and very cool food concepts at the back. So we actually did a quirky way of bringing in chicks where we allow people to eat at the back door as well, the back alley. Not really at the back alley, but yeah. You relaunched 1980 and then you also launched rails very close to each other. Was that a risk or were you very much prepared to, you know, go all in? So actually we launched it before COVID. We were supposed to launch it pre-COVID. And then, like I said, rails was one of the concepts that stopped halfway in renovation. And we still believed in the brand and we felt like we needed to push forward with it. To answer your question, yeah, we, we felt we wanted to go all in and give it all we got. Uh, because I still do believe with this that uh, the nightlife will come back. Not now, not anytime soon, but it will come back. And I'm very sure by then we, we would have uh, made our name or established ourselves a bit more better with a good program. And by the time nightlife come back, it will be quite a win-win situation for us. That's what I feel, uh. Yeah, while travel might have come to a halt, there are bars slowly coming back. Bars that we remember from pre-COVID. We've been in conversation with Joshua Pillay. He is the co-owner of 1980, the arcade bar, and also the co-owner of Rails. Thank you, Joshua, for your time and joining me on Money FM 89.3. Thank you so much, Robin. I hope to see you soon there.